Hello, this is Helga Edwards, and I'm here with my husband, Bob. In today's podcast episode, we will be reading Genesis chapter 23 from the Common English Bible, beginning at verse 1. Sarah lived to be 127 years old. This was how long she lived. She died in Kiriath Arba, that is, in Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham cried out in grief and wept for Sarah. After he got up from embracing his deceased wife, he spoke with the Hittites. I am an immigrant and a temporary resident with you. Give me some property for a burial plot among you so that I can bury my deceased wife near me. The Hittites responded to Abraham, Listen to us, sir. You are an eminent man of God among us. Bury your dead in one of our own select burial sites. None of us will keep our own burial plots from you to bury your dead. Abraham rose, bowed to the local citizens, the Hittites, and spoke with them. If you yourselves allow me to bury my dead near me, listen to me and ask Ephron, Zoar's son, to give me his own cave in Machpelah at the edge of his field. Let him give it to me for the full price, to be witnessed by you as my own burial property. Now Ephron was a native Hittite, so Ephron the Hittite responded to Abraham publicly in order that the Hittites and everyone at his city's gates could hear. No, sir, listen, I will give you the field, and I will give you the cave in it. In front of my people's witnesses, I will give it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed before the local citizens and spoke to Ephron publicly in the presence of the local citizens. If only you would accept my offer, I will give you the price of the field. Take it from me so that I can bury my dead there. Ephron responded to Abraham, Sir, what is four hundred shekels of silver between me and you for the land so that you can bury your dead? Abraham accepted Ephron's offer and weighed out for Ephron the silver he requested publicly before the Hittites, four hundred shekels of silver at the current rate of exchange. So the field of Ephron in Machpelah near Mamre the field and the cave in it, and all the trees within the field's boundaries, was officially transferred to Abraham as his property, in the presence of the Hittites and of everyone at his city's gate. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave in it were officially transferred from the Hittites to Abraham as his burial property. Here ends our reading of Genesis chapter 23. According to the Jewish virtual library, the burial cave at Machpelah in Hebron, quote, is the world's most ancient Jewish site and the second holiest place for Jewish people after the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. The cave and the adjoining field were purchased at full market price by Abraham some 3,700 years ago. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah, Rebekah, and Leah were all later buried in the same cave 
of Machpelah. These are considered the patriarchs and matriarchs of the Jewish people. End of quote. Genesis 23.17 states that the cave of Machpelah was near Mamre, the place where Abraham was met by God and two angels, who told him that Sarah would miraculously give birth to a child in one year's time. Sarah's resting place would likely remind Abraham of that special day when God promised them their very own child, a promise that miraculously came true in Isaac. According to ancient Jewish oral tradition recorded in the Mishnah of the 2nd century AD, the cave may also have been significant to Abraham for another reason. The tradition states, When Abraham went to fetch a calf for his angelic guests, see Genesis chapter 18 verse 7, it escaped to the cave of Machpelah. Abraham ran after it, and when he entered the cave, he saw Adam and Eve lying in their beds as though they were sleeping, while lighted candles were around them, exuding a fragrant odor. Abraham, filled with a desire to possess the cave, determined to buy it at any price. According to this tradition, the vision revealed to Abraham that the cave had been the final resting place of the parents of all humanity. There's no mention of this vision in the Bible, and we do not know if the tradition is accurate. The tradition is repeated later in the traveling journals of Christian and Jewish visitors to Hebron in the 7th and 12th centuries AD. In the latter part of the 20th century, Israeli geographer, author, and lecturer, Professor Za'ev Vilne, noted that the field by the cave is, quote, near the spring of Abraham and was called the field of Adam Harishan, the first man. David Wilder, veteran spokesperson for the Jewish community of Hebron, comments on the Adam and Eve connection, stating, This beautiful legend is quite fitting, as according to very holy Jewish literature, Adam and Eve, when trying to discover the way back to the Garden of Eden, dug a cave within a cave, until a voice from the heavens commanded them to stop, saying that they dug far enough. Known as the entrance to paradise, or the entrance to the Garden of Eden. This is where the first man and woman were later buried. That site remained hidden until the days of Abraham, who discovered the sacred cave tomb. That site is today known as Ma'arat HaMachpelah, the double cave of Machpelah, where later the patriarchs and matriarchs were buried. And we find that on the Hebron.org website. Whether or not the tradition is accurate, this story parallels an important theme found throughout the Bible. Humanity cannot return to God by our own efforts. We can only do so by trusting and following God. We see this, for example, in the story of Caleb, found in the Old Testament book of Joshua. The people of Israel had been held captive as slaves in the land of Egypt for 400 years. Through Moses, God promised to deliver them from captivity and return them to the land that was promised to Abraham and his descendants. After escaping from Egypt, Moses and the people eventually reached the land of Canaan. Here, Caleb was sent to scout the land that God had promised them. The place that he scouted was Hebron, 
where the cave tomb purchased by Abraham is located. God had indeed returned his people to the land he had promised them, the land where Abraham once lived and laid his beloved Sarah to rest. In Joshua chapter 14, Moses gives the land of Hebron to Caleb because Caleb trusted and followed God. This theme is repeated throughout the New Testament. Just as Adam and Eve could not tunnel their way back into paradise, according to oral tradition, so too does Jesus explain that anyone who hopes to return to God cannot do so by their own efforts. Instead, they must experience a spiritual rebirth. Jesus said in John chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, I'm telling you the truth, that no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. A person is born physically of human parents, but is born spiritually of the Spirit. Also, in the New Testament letter to the Ephesian church, the Apostle Paul explained that we can only be spiritually reborn and restored to God's kingdom through faith in the promises of God. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, Paul wrote, For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not the result of your own efforts, but God's gift, so that no one can boast about it. In the New Testament book of Galatians, Paul uses Abraham as his example to explain that the path back to God is only found through faith. In Galatians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7, he wrote, Consider the experience of Abraham. As the scripture says, He believed God, and because of his faith, God accepted him as righteous. You should realize then that the real descendants of Abraham are the people who have faith. The burial cave at Machpelah is an important historical site. Spiritually, the site can represent two paths. One path, the path of Adam and Eve described in oral tradition, involves trusting in our own limited resources to try to find our way back to God. This pathway ends in disappointment and death. The other path, the path of Abraham and Sarah, as recorded in the Bible, involves being willing to trust and follow God. Trusting and following Jesus Christ as our forgiver, our God and our friend, is the path to paradise, to eternal life in heaven with God.